Friends, the Lord is coming soon. Are you ready? Join us now for the Midnight Cry broadcast. God knew that there was something that was going to rise up in us that was that was a contrary to Him that we were going to have to battle against and overcome. And He already put us to the put us to death back there. So we're not trying to make something happen that, that hopefully will happen someday. We are laying hold of something that's already happened. You understand the difference? Think about it. Praise God. I'm, I'm in a position where I'm, I'm just right there with you. Trying to lay hold of, what, of the reality of what God has done. When, I, when He died, I died. When he was buried, I was buried. God put me in the ground. When I came, when he came forth, there was a new life. That life that's in me was in him when he came out of that tomb. And now he has shared it with me, and he shared it with you if you're his. Thank God it's real. Now, if we died, eight, uh, verse 8, If we died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him, for we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, he cannot die again. Thank God. Death no longer has any master, has mastery over him. The death he died, he died to sin once for all. It represented not just a death because of sin, it was a death to it. It was a rejection of that beast. He said, I'm going to face you and I'm going to, I'm going to beat you the only way that I can. I'm going to surrender my body to, the, to death and I'm going to rise up with a new life that you can't touch. Praise God. He cannot die again. Death no longer has mastery over him. The death he died, he died to sin once for all. With the life he lives, he lives to God. In the same way, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. There. Now here's, here's where it gets down to the practical side. Because if he, what he's about to say, if, if, if we did not have, I mean, if it was sort of an automatic thing, we come to Christ and praise God. Sin has no more power to do, any, do us any damage. Why would he say what he's about to say? Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body, so that you obey its evil desires. It makes no sense to say that if it wasn't possible. Do not offer the parts of your body to sin as instruments of wickedness, but rather offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life, and offer the parts of your body to Him as instruments of righteousness. For sin shall not be your master, because you are not under law, thank God, but under grace. And he goes on to talk about the fact that when you offer yourself, if you and I are tempted in some area, there's an area of weakness, in every, there's areas of weakness in every one of us. Your area might not be getting drunk and living and falling in the gutter somewhere, but you might, you, you've got other things where Satan has had access to your heart, to your spirit, to your mind. And under the right conditions, he will, he will cultivate that. He will work in that. There's habits that develop in the way we think, the way we act. And God is shining his light in our, in our lives. You wonder why the battles? God is interested in delivering us from strongholds that we may not even realize we have. 
And so as painful as it sometimes is, as humbling as it is, thank God for that too, we have reason to rejoice. We have reason to say, thank you, Lord, for the light, because I didn't realize this had such a hold on me. God, help me. God, help me to be honest with myself. Help me to to face what's going on, to realize the enemy has, has created a habit of thinking and acting. You know, I had this thought the other, uh, also thinking about this. He talks about don't yield. But when is it that we actually yield? When do we actually yield? I think I've used this, this silly example one time. It was from, uh, what was that crazy movie? Sheriff Buford T. Justice was in it. Anyway, you know, you remember what I'm talking about. But anyway, he had arrested some young punks for trying to steal stuff from a car, and he left them putting their hands on the on the car and said, Wait, my deputy will be here. And he says, Don't even think about it. Or, you know, don't think about doing anything else. So, well, you can think about it, just don't do it. But you know, that illustrates, I think, sometimes the, the approach we have. We think if we don't actually do something, that it's okay. At what point are we really yielding? If you're letting negative thinking and, and angry thoughts or, or self-pitying thoughts, if you're letting those possess your mind, you're already yielded. Now that may unfold and lead you down a path to an act. But the yielding is, doesn't happen down here, it happened back here. It's a lot to think about, isn't it? But you know, I'm, I'm so thankful that what Paul is talking about here is not simply a negative battle not to do stuff. It's, we have another alternative. We don't just not yield to this, we yield to Him. There is a reaching out after God. There is a reckoning on the reality of what Jesus died to give us. There is something that is real, that God has laid up for you in heaven. It belongs to you, it belongs to me. And the very fact that everybody is so quiet right now tells me that this is a battle. It's a battle to realize that in spite of what I am in myself, that really is mine. Am I the only one that fights this battle? No. The devil will, as soon as we feel, as soon as we realize the weaknesses, or as soon as we sense something that's not quite like it ought to be, oh man, our focus goes to that. And suddenly... Oh, this glorious provision. Well, that's wonderful for somebody or later or something. When I when I get myself back up to a certain spiritual level, I, I don't deserve it. I don't, you know, I, I just can't quite bring myself to believe that it really is mine now. You know, I believe with all my heart, God is longing to teach us that that's the very time 
That is the very time. If we're going to fight the good fight of the faith, that's the time we're going to have to be willing to rise up and say, Lord, that's mine. Devil, you are lying to me. You are doing everything in your power to keep me as your slave. Because Paul talks about if you offer your if you offer yourself to somebody and you obey what they tell you, you are making yourself their slave. Whether it's whether they have a right to it or not. There are people here right now with strongholds in your lives. They didn't happen because uh, I mean they, the, the reason they happened is you yielded. I yielded. There are things to which we have habitually yielded in our lives that God longs to, to longs to see us delivered from so we can be effective for Him. But thank God He's not just standing up there with His arms folded looking down at us with a disgust. He's saying, straighten up and fly right. He's saying, I know what you're feeling. I've been here. I have the answer. I have a source of life that if you will if you will exercise yourself, if you will simply pray, if you will lift your heart to me, if you will praise me, if you will fight against, if you will resist those lies and declare them to be what they are, if you will feast upon the promises of my word, if you will do all these things, you, there's a source of life that will flow into you that will give you a strength to stand up and say, devil, I don't have to listen to you. I don't have to yield to your lies. I don't have to go down that road. God has given me the victory. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory. Praise God. 1 Corinthians 15, if you want to look at that, at the end of the, end of the chapter. But I want to go back just and, and just go back to one scripture that I referred to in Timothy. I'm, I'm not even going to look up where it's at right now. But where he says, fight the good fight of faith, what does he say next? In, in the King James, this is how I tend to remember it, lay hold of eternal life. See, it's not just fight the good fight of the faith, draw upon your resources, get your willpower geared up and you can know. It's lay hold. There's something there that is real. If we are not victorious in any area of our life, it's not because God has failed. It's because we are not laying hold of what He has given to us. Just like the Israelites, God gave them the land, but they had to go and possess it. This is the land He wants us to possess. And so along with God's call and God's working in our lives to make us into the vessels He wants... Like Paul, we have these vessels in earthen vessels. We have this treasure in earthen vessels. And there's a part that we play. We're going to have to do some fighting. We're going to have to do some laying hold of what he has given to us through the cross. And so I, I think this thought we need to be left with is not, oh my God, this beast is so terrible and I have no chance. It's rather, I have all that I need in Jesus Christ. His promises, His grace transcend everything that I don't care how bad that beast is. I don't care how long he's been around. He was defeated at the cross. And whether I, whether I can just rise up right now and suddenly be totally free, is, I can start. I can believe God today. I don't have to worry about tomorrow or yesterday. I can put yesterday under the blood. I can let God take care of tomorrow. Right now I can stand there and say, God said this. This is where I stand. 
I do not have to listen to you. I am going to become a slave, as Paul put it, to righteousness rather than a slave to sin. And I can do that because His grace is greater. And so I'm going to, in my pursuit of what you have called me to, I'm going to stand when you, do, when you allow something in my life that tests my faith. But this is the greatest test. This is the greatest battle we fight. It's not the devil out there. It's in here. It's what's in here. And God has given us the victory over this as well. His salvation has touched every issue that you and I could ever face. So if, you're, if your life is, is caught by something, I want to point you to Jesus. If you're fighting a battle and you're discouraged, I, I point you to Jesus. He is the answer. He rules and He reigns. He didn't do that for Himself. He did that and went to the cross because of us and our need. And I don't want to be one that says, it's not enough. It is enough. All that He did. Thank God for Jesus Christ. So fight the good fight of the faith. Lay hold on eternal life. It's there. It belongs to you because he, he paid the price. You and I don't have to earn that. We don't have to pay it. He did it. It's complete. To Him be the glory forever and ever. Praise God. I believe with all my heart God is bringing forth a people who are going to rise up and begin to say no to things that we have been caught by. And we're going to do it not because we're strong or worthy, because He has won, it. He has won the battle at the cross. To Him be the glory. Praise God. The message you have heard is part of a regular church service recorded as it was being ministered. CD and DVD copies of this service in its entirety are available. To assist with postage and processing costs, an offering of $5 is suggested for CDs and $10 for DVDs. Please identify the station over which you have heard this broadcast and provide the broadcast date when ordering. You may also receive our quarterly publication, The Midnight Cry Messenger, which is mailed out free and postage paid to all who request it. Our mailing address is Midnight Cry Ministries, Post Office Box 685, Southern Pines, North Carolina 28388. Or you may choose to visit us on the World Wide Web at www.midnightcry.org. And now, may God richly bless you until our next broadcast.